Hey lady, it's Dr. Dom here. If you like this show and you want to make your own, let me tell you about the free platform Anchor. It's a creation tool that allows you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. You can add songs from Spotify and create any type of content that you are looking for. Anchor will distribute it all for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and more. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. On this week's episode in her space. And finding the things like that make us smile because there's been a lot happening recently that has like really tried to keep us from smiling, right? Given us reason truly to not be able to smile. And so just using Juneteenth as an opportunity for us to bring some joy back into our lives, even if it's just for a day, but just bringing some joy back to refuel our tanks so that we can continue to fight and persevere. Today's episode is sure to provide you with motivation, inspiration, or even a fresh perspective. If you have any aha moments or if you feel comforted throughout the episode, lady, please leave us a review and tell us what we're doing right so we can stay on track. Also, we release episodes every Friday, so be sure to subscribe on iTunes and visit herspacepodcast.com and enter your email address to get updates about our live events and all of the new beginnings that we have for this year. Welcome to Her Space, a podcast dedicated to uplifting women like you. We're, We're your hosts, hosts, Dr. Dominique Broussard, a college professor and psychologist, and Terry Lomax, a techie and motivational speaker. In a world where Black women are often misrepresented and misunderstood, please join us as we initiate authentic conversations on everything from fibroids to fake friends and create a safe space where Black women can just be. Hey, lady, it's Dr. Dom here from the Her Space podcast. Do you have a burning question you're dying to get feedback on? Do you want an unbiased perspective on a situation you're facing? If so, visit herspacepodcast.com and click Ask Dr. Dom under the Start Here option. Every Tuesday, I'll choose a few questions and answer them at random. Okay, our quote of the day. Bringing the gifts that my ancestors gave, I am the dream and the hope of the slave. I rise, I rise, I rise. Our quote of the day comes to us from Dr. Maya Angelou. T, when you hear that quote, I don't know about for you, but for me, with this being Juneteenth, that quote for me embodies what I want us to kind of focus on for Juneteenth. But first I want to hear from you. Like, what do you think that quote means to you? I mean, to me, it just makes me think about, you know, our rich culture. And I think my word, I have this tattooed on me, resilience, right? Like resilience is the word. I think the fact that our ancestors were so resilient and we were able to be here because of them and because of what they endured And because they just wouldn't die, like that is just so powerful to me. And I think that it's inspiring 
It also gives me hope. I also have Maya Angelou's quote in my home office. And many of you, if you've tuned into our Zoom recording lady, you've probably seen that or on social media, but that inspires me deeply. And I think on those days where the going gets tough, because we are in some tough times right now, this is a quote that pushes me to keep going because we are someone else's ancestors too, right? We are. And we are the dreams, right? Like we are what they were hope. like we really are what they were truly hoping for. So anything that we are achieving is probably beyond what they thought would be possible, right? Because if we reflect on what Juneteenth truly is about, of how much our ancestors really went through, Oh my gosh. And how much they truly persevered because, you know, just knowing the history of Juneteenth of two years, two years before word got to them that they were free, two years and had word not gotten to them, they still would have kept on pressing on. Right. And so thinking about that, so T, do you want to share with our listeners who might not know as much about Juneteenth? Do you want to share a little bit about it? Yes, Dom, I would love to. I do want to ask you really quick, Dom, when do you remember being taught about Juneteenth? Because I don't recall learning about this in like regular school, I want to say. For a portion of my upbringing, I went to an all-Black middle school and we had like a black history B. I mean, they went and we knew about our history. And I remember learning about it then. And I think over the years, I may have forgotten about it or remembered once I saw it pop up on social media. But that was when I remember being introduced to it. Do you remember when you learned about it? You know, I cannot remember when I first learned about it. And I don't remember as a child, like actively like celebrating it. I do know that I was fortunate enough to go through grade school with a lot of Black teachers Mm. who made sure that we knew Black history. So I'm sure that I learned about it in grade school, but I can't recall like an active celebration around it. What I do recall is living in Houston and driving. There's an Emancipation Park in Houston. And driving by Emancipation Park on a regular basis. And sometimes I could drive by and it would just be, I'm on my way to the next thing, right? And then there were other moments when I would drive by and the awareness of the sacred space would hit me. Right. And I I would just have to, like, I'd be driving, but I'd have to take a moment to just acknowledge the space that I was in, you know? Mm -hmm. And so it was those moments that sit most heavily on my memory. Yeah, that makes sense, Dom. I I think that depending on where, you know, Black people were raised and how they were raised, some of us may not have known about this until recently, right? And so when we think about Juneteenth, Juneteenth is the oldest nationally celebrated commemoration of the ending of slavery in the United States. And it dates back to 1865. It was on June 19th that Union soldiers led by Major General Gordon Granger landed at Galveston, Texas, 
with news that the war had ended and the enslaved were now free. Now, the thing to note about this is that this update was two and a half years after President Lincoln's Emancipation Proclamation, which had become official January 1st, 1863. So two and a half years with a delayed message. And there are a lot of different rumors on why there was a delay. Dom, have you heard anything being raised in that area? Like, did you hear anything growing up around the rumors on why there was such a delay? No. So I wasn't in the Houston area until later on in adulthood. But growing up in New Orleans, I don't recall hearing anything about why there was a delay. I mean, I have my speculations, but Mm, exactly, I don't recall (laughs) hearing, like learning any like historical facts about why there was a delay, at least, you know, growing up as a kid. Now, I know I learned about it more as an adult, but I don't recall conversations around it as a kid. Yeah, no, that makes sense. I don't recall either. I did take a look at Juneteenth.com and there were various stories that were handed down through the years. And one was that there was a messenger who was on their way, but they were murdered on his way to Texas with the news of freedom. And there was another story about the news that was deliberately withheld by enslavers to maintain their labor force on the plantations because Black slaves were making the slave owners a lot of money and they didn't want to lose out on that money. I also heard that some folks, some of the slave owners, they waited until after the harvest because they wanted to make sure they could, you know, maximize the value or the use of the slaves. And so a lot of different stories there. And honestly, anything is possible. I mean, times were very cruel and it it was a very sick world back then. And honestly, it still is today, which is really sad. But I wouldn't be surprised if any of that was true, honestly, Dom. Yeah, exactly. Nothing would surprise me now about anything that I learn about the atrocities of slavery and what happened in the aftermath of slavery. So when I go back to thinking about like, like Emancipation Park in Houston, so Emancipation Park in Houston came about because it was led by Reverend Jack Yates, who was a minister in the area. And with a group of other Black folks in the area, they pulled their money together to buy a space for them to like gather and celebrate Juneteenth. And because that space was where they were celebrating their freedom, they named that specific space Emancipation Park, right? And so for me, when I think about Juneteenth, like I think about like, this is a time for us to like really celebrate, right? But then I'm also like struck by the times that we're currently living in and the state of our country right now and wrestling with, well, what does celebration really look like, right? Because normally when we think about, oh, a celebration, we think about like parties, right? And like major festivities. But I am mindful of the pandemic that's still real, you know? Yeah. And so I'm thinking about like, how do we reimagine? Because we've been doing a whole lot of reimagining about a lot of things that we do in life these last few months, yeah. right? Yeah. And so how do we reimagine what celebration looks like? And so to me, like celebrating Juneteenth is about a couple of things, right? So there's a piece of it that's about like 
allowing like that space for us to like rest, right? Of let's take this day to like truly not do work related stuff, you know, and not do heavy lifting of like emotional, mental stuff. Like let's just give ourselves a day to truly just have a break and be free, right? But then also celebrating in the sense of let's find ways to like lift each other up and like let's support other like black owned businesses and think about like ways in which we can really just acknowledge in a positive way all that is about being black. And so for you, T, like when you think about like, let's celebrate Juneteenth, like what comes up for you? Oh, gosh, Dom. I don't even know. I haven't even really thought about it. It's funny. I saw someone, our diversity and inclusion lead at work today had mentioned something about having us take off on Friday because I believe our company is going to acknowledge Juneteenth as a holiday or something like that. And I I haven't even gotten that far. But as I heard you speaking, I was getting ideas and I was like, oh, wait, maybe I should just chill and not do any work. But I also want to be mindful of what I'm consuming because I know over the past couple of weeks, I've been watching a lot of like documentaries and movies. And there was one about like black genocide and some of that stuff is heavy. You know what I mean? So I will probably look to do something light. I got a coloring book as my self-care. I'm also reading Dr. Rita Walker's book, The Unapologetic Guide to Black Mental Health. And so I'll probably read, I'll probably color. I might even go for a walk with my husband. I mean, I might do something down that'll just bring me some joy and maybe even do some reading on some obscure Black figures that had an impact on our lives because, you know, we're often not taught about these different Black figures unless it's the same figures, right? In school, we don't often hear about a lot of the Black people that impact our lives. And so I might even do that, girl, just to learn more about Black history and our people. I agree. I think that that's a great opportunity to like learn more about like some of the positive and uplifting things, because I think it's important, like you said, to acknowledge what we're taking in and pouring into ourselves, because there's a lot like right now, this is a moment where a lot of streaming services and retailers are trying, one, they're trying to capitalize. And that's a whole nother conversation that we're not going to dive into. But one of the benefits of it for us as a community is that there are a lot of things that we have access to, right? Easy access to. So there's a lot of Black movies that are streaming for free on different services. And so this is an opportunity for us to, like you said, watch some documentaries or read some books on different Black history figures that we know little about. But it's also an opportunity for us to maybe watch some of those classic Black movies that maybe we haven't seen in a while or or like expose it to like a new generation, right? So like I think about like my nieces and like letting them see some of those movies that were so pivotal for us growing up or maybe that were pivotal for our parents or grandparents. What movie comes to mind for you, Dom, when you said that? Because I work on a college campus, <laughs> the, movie, the movie that instantly comes up for me is School Days. Okay, okay. I thought you were going to say Sister Act because that was that was a classic too, girl. It oh was, my gosh, it was. Oh, happy days. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe even like watching like Fresh Prince of Bel Air. You know, like mm-hmm. 
things that, you know, this takes me back to an episode, one of our episodes where we talked about like bringing fun in, right? And, yes, girl. And finding the things like that make us smile because there's been a lot happening recently that has like really tried to keep us from smiling, right? Given us reason truly to not be able to smile. And so just using Juneteenth as an opportunity for us to bring some joy back into our lives, even if it's just for a day, but just bringing some joy back to refuel our tanks so that we can continue to fight and persevere. Yes, I agree with that 100%, Dom. I love that you mentioned that. And I will say last weekend, I feel like I had a little breakthrough where I finally sort of pulled myself out of this, I want to say semi-dark space I've been in because of what we've been going through in the world. And one of the items in my self-care toolkit was watching, she did that on Netflix, a series about boss-ass Black women who are out here killing the game. And Dom, when I tell you, it lifted my spirits. It was so inspiring. And just seeing other Black women doing great things, it's just a reminder that, boo, you can do it too. You know what I mean? Like, that's amazing that this Black woman did this. And guess what? That means there's something special in all of us and we can all pursue whatever that dream is for us. And so that really lifted my spirit. So lady, definitely check that out. If you have not tuned in already, she did that on Netflix. It was so good. Definitely one of my favorites now. And I would love to just take a moment, Dom, to just talk about some dope Black people and Black businesses and just different things that are happening in the world around just Black excellence. Yes, I am here for it. And so one of the things that, like like I said, like everybody's trying to capitalize on, oh, let's support Black businesses, right? Which makes it great in terms of us being having easy access. And one of the articles that I found that had some good resources was apartmenttherapy.com. And they shared 83 Black-owned businesses in the home space to support. And I bring this one up because most of us are still sheltering in place on some level, right? And I know if you're anything like me, you may have been doing more shopping, more, having more things delivered than normal, right? Girl, girl. <laughs> Amazon at the door every day. <laughs> Listen, and you know, and we can talk about like how I've had my struggles with supporting Amazon, right? Yes, girl. So this on apartmenttherapy.com, they, like I said, they list 83 different businesses that are black owned that offer different types of home improvement things. So, mm-hmm. I mean, and literally there's, and I, we can post a link in the show notes because that's like 83. That's a lot. That's a lot of names. Yeah. Right. And so right, right. as I scroll through, like they offer things like linens and plants and there's one called sabi designs and i'm and i'm i apologize if i mispronounce the name but this is a furniture brand that focuses on creating like high design sofas and one of the things that they specialize in is that everything is ethically sourced and made of sustainable materials so they have a velvet couch that is made of 100% recycled water bottles. What? And I'm telling you, I am looking at this couch right now and I'm like, this velvet couch looks like this deep navy blue is beautiful. Like, 
beautiful. So, I mean, like this website has tons of like, there's one designer called Afro Chic. They sell home goods that can be purchased in their online shop. And they have lots of like, everything is just like colorful and just really like artful. If that's even a word, like it's, it's, (laughs) I mean, it's some beautiful stuff. And so I say, like I said, we'll post the link in the show notes, but I mean, I'm looking at this and I'm like, okay, I'm trying to to go shopping. Yes. Yes. Okay. 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 I love it. I love it. I'm going to check that out too, Dom, because as you talked about that, you had me at the velvet couch. When you said velvet, I was just like, oh my gosh, I would take a bomb ass nap on that couch. So I'm thinking about a few other businesses. I'm going to take a look at that list, but a few people to come to mind for me would be the Honey Pot. I know a lot of people have been talking about, I believe her name is B. Dixon. She started making feminine care products in her own kitchen. And today they're sold at large retailers like Target, Urban Outfitters, and Walgreens. They are 100% natural, but still clinically tested and gynecologist approved. So that's pretty cool. Also, I want to point out Fulton Street Books and Coffee. It's located in Tulsa, Oklahoma. Black-owned business here, and they have curated an Ally Box, which is a three-month limited book subscription for allies and those who seek to be allies. Isn't that pretty cool, Dom? That is. Okay. Yeah. If you want to use this lady or order this for yourself or an ally or forward it to them, or if you're an ally listening, you can head on over to FultonStreet918.com to learn more about that. And then let me see. I also want to give a shout out to some Black excellence, Tom. So you may have seen Kennedy Mitchum in the news lately. She's a 22-year-old recent grad from Drake University and lives in Missouri. And she's the young woman who reached out to Merriam-Webster and encouraged them to update their definition of racism. And she said that, I kept having to tell them that The definition is not representative of what's actually happening in the world. The way that racism occurs in real life is not just prejudice. It's the systemic racism that is happening for a lot of Black Americans. So, lady, be sure to look up Kennedy Mitchum to learn more about how she had Merriam-Webster update the definition of racism in the dictionary. I don't know about you, but I believe that is the epitome of Black excellence. I would totally agree. You know, when we use our voices, a lot of good can come from that. And so, yes, a shout out to you, lady, for speaking up and getting the dictionary, Merriam-Webster, to change their definition of racism. That is that is amazing. Like you said, that is black excellence. That is black girl magic all around. And so speaking of black girl magic and black excellence, I think that like we can continue to lift one another up and support one another through like shouting out like other amazing podcasts and other like dope black women that are just doing things. And so lady, as you are listening to this episode, we encourage you to go to our Instagram page and shout out like other dope black women that you think that all of us should be supporting. So again, whether that's another podcast or it's a book that we should be reading or it's another black woman owned business that we should be supporting, tag them in our Instagram posts so that 
we can all go out and like build up and support each other. Yes. And add any musical artist too, lady, because I love some music. I know you like music too, right, Dom? Yes. Yes. I need to yes. up my music game, my new, my, okay. I need to up my new music game. Me too, girl. So lady, drop some music. I mean, drop whatever, anyone that you think we should support, any books we need to read, like drop all the links on our latest Instagram post. Let us know where we need to be. And lady, we will see you next week. Yes, please, please, please tune in next week. Hey lady, it's Terry here from the Herspace podcast. And I have a question for you. Do you want to start your own podcast? Have you been thinking to yourself, you know what? I want to start a podcast, but you just haven't taken the leap. If that's you, I got you. I'm hosting a free podcasting masterclass where I'm going to teach you how to create your own podcast from start to finish. I'll teach you how to format your show and pitch great guests. I'll teach you how to stand out in the crowd of nearly 1 million podcasts, but I'm also going to teach you how to get your mind right, okay? We're going to talk about how to overcome imposter syndrome and how to deal with fear on your podcasting journey. So even if you're not tech savvy, it's okay. This masterclass is just for you. So visit terrylomax.com and click on the pink link in the middle of your screen and register for my free podcasting masterclass. Again, that's terrylomax.com. T-E-R-R-I-L-O-M-A-X.com. I hope to see you there. Thanks for joining us today in Her Space. Please note that our show may contain conversations about self-help, advice, self-empowerment, and mental health but it is by no means meant to be a substitute for an ongoing formal relationship with a trained mental health provider. If you or someone you know is in need of mental health care, please visit the Therapy for Black Girls directory, Psychology Today, or contact your insurance provider. If you liked what you heard and want to keep the conversation going, connect with us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at HerSpacePodcast or check out our website at herspacepodcast.com. And before we meet again, repeat after me. There's something inside of me that's bigger than any obstacle. We'll see you next week, lady.